0: Welcome to New Books and Poetry. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. Today we are kicking off our third annual, month-long celebration of the chapbook, Palooza. For the entire month of November, we will bring you interviews with poets about some exciting new collections. And for this festival, our headliner goes first. Roy G. Guzman was born in Honduras and raised... Welcome to New Books and Poetry. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. Today we are kicking off our third annual, month-long celebration of the chapbook, Chapbookapalooza. For the entire month of November, we will bring you interviews with poets about some exciting new collections. And for this festival, our headliner goes first. Roy G. Guzman was born in Honduras and raised in Miami, Florida. He is an MFA candidate in creative writing at the University of Minnesota. His work has appeared, or will appear, in Winter Tangerine, Juked, Platypus Press's Wilderness, The Collapsar, Asiracus, Public Pool, and Up the Staircase Quarterly. Roy is one of the poetry editors for Sun Dog Lit, and his work has been nominated for the Pushcart Prize and Best of the Net. This year, he is serving as the scribe for Human Rights at the University of Minnesota, focusing on issues affecting Latinx immigrants. After the massacre in Orlando, his poem, Restored Mural for Orlando, was turned into a chapbook to raise funds for the victims. With poet Miguel M. Morales, Roy is also editing the Pulse Pulso anthology related to this same tragedy. Reach him at royguzman.com or at Dreaming and Gauze on Twitter. Welcome, Roy. Thank you. So before we hear some of the work, could you tell us about the drive behind this collection when you started writing it and why?
1: Yes. So the massacre, um, happened, um, I think it was overnight, Saturday to Sunday. Um, and it was basically, um, that night, um, as I was reading the news, I just couldn't believe, um, what I was seeing. And then on Sunday, Um, The whole sort of picture became, um, it became clear for me what happened. Um, And I was in a lot of grief. um, That Sunday, all of Sunday, Um, a friend of mine ends up um, inviting a couple of us to um, sort of talk about this and not even talk about it so much as like, you know, we're there for each other, um, and to be in the presence of one another. And the this poem, um, the poem restore mural, um, I believe that I started writing it, if not Monday, Tuesday. Um, and that's because by then I was, I think my grief turned into anger. Mm-hmm. Um, I was feeling very angry about what happened. I was feeling very angry about, um, the ways in which people were responding to the massacre. Um, And so I started working on this. And uh, within a couple of hours, I had a friend who is the artist, uh, the visual artist of the chapbook. They end up contacting me um, and they gave me revisions. Um, I ended up getting this published through public pool. Um, I believe this was either Wednesday or Thursday um, of that same week. So it was a very fast process. Um, And by the time um, the poem gets published, a translator from California, um, Marco Antonio, he ends up um, contacting me and saying, hey, could I translate this to Spanish? And I said, of course, I need um, people, you know, Spanish speakers to also get this, um, what we're going through. Mm -hmm. And I think that by the following week, or maybe that weekend or the following week, um, D. Allen um, contacts me again and says, "Hey, how about we?" Um, I respond to this through, you know, through visual artwork, and I said, "Yeah, that would be great." And then it sort of was this process of like, "Okay, so if we turn this into a chapbook, what do we want to do with this?" Um, and immediately we thought about the victims. So, how can we help the victims, um, you know, through this sort of Act. Um, and we thought that by, by printing it, by making this um, this this object, we could um, raise funds for the victims, um, yeah. and that's the process. Yep.
0: That's a wonderful idea and a wonderful piece of artwork uh, with the confluence of the translation and the visual aspects. Um, I think our readers would love to hear some of it. The text appears to be broken up into two long poems or one long poem in two parts. So for the reading, could we hear the the first part from pages one to seven?
1: Sure. Restored mural for Orlando Seconds before, the shooter sprays bullets on my brother's and sister's bodies. The DJ stops the record from spinning, and I am interested in that brief dazzle of pink light, how it spreads on iron-pressed shirts until they turn purple, how a gun is a heart that has forgotten to sing the rapture in a stranger's eyes a candid take on resurrection you visit orlando to fantasize about the childhood you didn't have even though i grew up in florida the trip was a luxury because i grew up poor and when i finally could afford it i took my parents to universal studios This is the first time I ever saw my mother get on a roller coaster because she's always been ashamed of her weight and we ended up buying a timeshare by mistake. Not really by mistake, but by my illusion that my parents worked themselves sick in the U.S. so they needed vacations. And the debt collectors still call us after all these years to remind us of the Great Recession where my mother lost her job and my father had to go into early retirement. Our mothers gave us names so we would know what goes at the head of a tombstone, bare presses, and our duty is to feel the isolation that any alignment of letters can trigger when they're carved out of grief, since most of us were born or bloomed out of sorrow like swans. Always bent on pond water or unpaid bills, as though we are fishing for clues about our graves or where we'll stop to mislay our moisture on others' necks. And just the night before, I went out for drag night at Lush with four other poets, one reason to escape my schedule and relive my adolescence. I'm afraid of attending places that celebrate our bodies, because that's also where our bodies have been canceled. When you're brown and gay, you're always dying twice. I got to see 13 performances by amateurs, a few special guests, one queen who happened to make a stop in Minneapolis. She's a national sensation. And the MC sang a raspy but virtuosic version of When You're Good to Mama, and the boys and girls and femmes line up with their dollar bills, which the queens scarf down with their perfect bosoms and their teeth. And I turned to the nest and said, the whole performance reminded me of receiving communion as a child. How for me, a church is a roof that's always collapsing. Though I might have been talking about lovers paying their condolences. So often we forget that what kills us now once believed in our survival. That a pistol and a rifle pulled apart can be the shape of your arms as you pull a lover closer. That when his teeth are black, it means you picked the right bottle of Sauvignon. That in our video games, one can write a bullet toward eternity.
0: Thank you very much. That is really absolutely beautiful. It really is. Um, Can you talk to us about, I know that you mentioned that you wanted to have this in both languages and that it was important to you. Um, What is it like to present this to two different communities or multiple communities? And what is it like to work with a translator?
1: Yeah, with the translator, um, it was a phenomenal experience. He's very, Marco's very um, experienced. So he had this translation, I think in about a day or a day and a half. And then um, I've also had translating experience. So when he presented me with the Spanish text, we worked on some things together, some parts, some images, um, just to make sure that sort of the meaning was being um, translated um, well. One of the things about, I think, working with many communities um, is trying to find where we all intersect um, and for me, it had a lot to do with being a person of color, with, um, you know, Spanish being a language, um, that we use, um, that we were also talking and, addressing issues of class. You know, poetry, um, unfortunately is often sort of like, marginalized as something that you know is only for the educated and I and I was thinking about those things as I was writing the poem and as I was revising it Um, I wanted to make sure that the metaphors that the language I was using um, was you know as exact as possible but I also wanted to make sure that this was accessible Mm -hmm. Um, and with the translation we were also talking about accessibility um, and also sort of the you know when some lines were not um, did not translate as fluidly. We mm-hmm. would try to find ways to still capture that essence um, that is in the English version.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes when people talk about accessibility, it's more in a pejorative context. But I tend to think of accessibility as something that draws from life instead of previous texts. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that often in academia, poetry gets so entrenched in itself and its forebears that it's like some big inside joke that it doesn't want anyone else to know. Maybe.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and absolutely. It has a, it's very much tied with social economics. Um, it's often I feel for me um, when I grew up, you know, with poetry, it was so tied to gender, like the male gender was so predominant um, in a lot of the texts that I read in school. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that this um, I want. I also wanted to make sure that this text um, honored um anyone who not was not only queer but also identified as uh as female as a woman um yeah
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you did it. Um, Absolutely. It was a success. So for our listeners, there is a link on the New Books and Poetry site to purchase Restored Mural for Orlando. Ten percent of the proceeds will be donated to Pride Lines. The rest of the funds will be used in the continued production of the chapbook, including donating copies to places focusing on queer and trans lives, as well as overall support of the production. So is there anything else that you would like our readers to know about the chapbook?
1: Yeah, I so so far we have um, I believe that we have raised around a thousand dollars for the victims. Awesome. Um, we've sold several copies as PDFs. Um, which you can do and then also the physical copies um, we've also been um, We've had copies available at physical sites in Minneapolis in Minnesota in general, but um, It's been great just mailing copies to people um, having people talk about the chapbook also um, Goodreads um, one of my friends was able to um, Start a Goodreads um, sort of profile for the chapbook okay. So if anybody has any feedback, um, that could be a good place to do that. Um, I think just word of mouth, um, now that a lot of these funds have been um, disseminated to the victims, um, the the next thing that we're talking about is like, how do we continue sending these funds to places where, um, especially queer and trans people of color wouldn't have um, access to resources, access to money, Um, So that's basically our next step in this project.
0: And you'll um, have updates on your website for people who want to be involved?
1: Absolutely, and there's also uh, through the Pulse Pulso anthology, um, there's going to be a lot more happening with that. Um, we have so far we have a selection of 16 writers, but that's increasing soon as we work on different revisions. Um, but that anthology is also an extension. I like to think of of this project. Um, there's also I'm I'm doing a follow-up poem to um restore mirror for orlando and that work will hopefully come out um through notre dame review i not sure if this year or next year
0: wonderful um when the anthology is ready for review i hope that you'll consider new books and poetry as a, a good home for promotion
1: absolutely thank you
0: so thank you roy for sharing your work with us and for kicking off Palooza.
1: yes thank you so much
0: This has been Jen Fitzgerald with New Books and Poetry, reminding you to support all the arts, but especially poetry.